Welcome guys to a brand new episode of the Leeds United uh, Talk Podcast. So, it's been a long time since we hopped on, since the Everton game that um, Coleman uh, scored. That screamer, Smellier was out of position from that weird angle. And yeah, everything has gone different since then. It's been um really sad of course the relegation how the season finished and everything and i was at Ellen road for the uh final game of the season for one to tottenham and yeah it was just the atmosphere was great at the beginning uh but then immediately when kane put it in for one nil the atmosphere in the stadium fell down a lot. And yeah, it's a very disappointing performance there at the end of the season. You wanted to go off. Because anyway, if you would have won, the both other teams got their results. Leicester did and Everton did. So it wouldn't have mattered. But it would have been nice to have a better performance at Ellen Road for the fans to have a nice kick into the season instead of having this negative look on it right now. And yeah, um, it was really fun to go to Ellen Road. Wish I could go again. And it was nice at least to see a goal. I didn't think I was going to see one. How the game was panning out. Didn't really feel like there was going to be another goal in the season. But uh, Harrison with a nice pass from Ruta made it a goal. And yeah, at that point the game was already over. And then we had a pitch invader. So yeah, that's it for the last season now. Let's kick on to the new championship season and um, what we could see this season. Well, right now, it is currently uh, July 3rd and um, we have no manager right now um, because the takeover process for the San Francisco 49ers has um, still not gone through. Um, yeah, it's uh, the EFL's process they changed their parameters this season to align it more with the Premier League and they've actually ended up making it worse and they're taking four weeks now I think let me see when Leeds made the announcement of the uh, San Francisco 49ers takeover it was the announcement was made on June the 9th so yeah it's been a long time since that announcement and it's really disappointing how the EFL is taking so long and we still don't have um, a manager. I don't understand how that could work. And and it's the EFL's fault because we don't have a manager because the EFL is taking so long to approve this takeover of the club. And we can't appoint Daniel Faka, which is looking imminent right now of what I'm reading of reports of Phil Hay and other reporters. And yeah, it's just, we need a manager. Today's the first day of preseason. You see all the videos with Jorginho, with um, Joffe, with um, Matteo Joseph, Daco JB, Archie Gray, um, Liam Cooper. 
uh, Luke ailing and yeah that's pretty much I think that's all they showed but there's no signs of players like Tyler Adams uh, Sinistera um, well Somerville and Nonto both off with their they get a little bit extra um I think who else no signs of Vober but I think he was doing something internationally um no Bamford in the videos um yeah the internationals get one week extra before they come back and yeah when I'm reading off these reports it's saying that um the players that um have uh on the verge of exiting uh they're not there and players that were with international duty are not there so yeah um yeah so now with uh Fabrizio Romano today reporting that Brian Aronson is set on a move to Union Berlin and I don't know how this guy's getting that move I do not understand how Brennan Aronson's getting a move to a top Bundesliga club with his performances this season being so poor. I don't understand how he can get a move to a Champions League club in specific. I just, just makes no sense. And it's just baffling how these clubs actually want him after the season he had. Look, I still have um, hope for him. In my opinion, if he comes back on loan. But then if you're going to freaking go on loan for the season. And then we're all, let's say we get promoted. Then you want to come back with us? No. Like, you can frick off. You can go um, anywhere you want. Because give us money for what, how did you play last the, the season. And then just go off, mate. Because you didn't want to stick with us during the hard times. Then you could just leave. In my opinion. Then you just leave. And yeah. Let's talk about other departures that we could see. Uh, Tyler Adams linked with uh, Aston Villa mainly, but also Brighton, which is a very interesting race. If I was him, I would personally um, pick Brighton. I think that would be a good fit, and he would get better on the ball touches because he's a great ball winner, which Moises Caicedo is, but... I think he's a little bit better than him in the ball winning department, but he Caicedo uh, has everything all around, and that's what Tyler Adams can um, learn under the Zerbi there. So if he would get a move, and I was saying that we bought him for twenty five, I think you had some for thirty million. He improved in the season, you would say. So I would say you have to sell him more than what you actually uh, bought him for. Brendan Aronson would be a different case. We bought him for 30 million, but he had a terrible season. He could honestly go for 15 with how bad he played, maybe even cheaper. But the good thing is, in a sense, it's a loan, so he can recruit his value, which he will never do. But, um, yeah. I don't know what to say. Then we have Somerville, which has interest from uh, Feyenoord. Um, that's an interesting one. I think he could go or he could stay. If he's going to have the same role he had this season, this past season, he'll definitely go because he's not going to want to um, sit there on the bench again this season 
and have to watch us play. He wants to be on the pitch. And I think what this is what should be happening with these young players, like, you know, um, Dramas, uh, Joffies, um, Sonny Perkins type players, think they need to get game time. Uh, also, uh, Sam Greenwood was pictured there. I forgot about him. And yeah, so getting on with it, Sydney uh, Stair is linked with the move to one of the two Milan clubs, both, I think. And that's an interesting move. He's a really good player. I would say he's your best player. People would disagree. People would say it's Tyler Adams. I think it is Sini um, uh, Stena. I think he's the way he just... He's just a winger with productive amount of goals, to be quite honest. He's a winger that produces goals. And that's what you want from your wingers, producing you goals and stuff. And that's what he, exactly what he does. And he does it at a good rate. He scored five goals in 19 appearances in the Premier League. With two in um, both cup competitions. I mean, one in each. And yeah, that's that's exactly what you should want from a winger. He's a winger. Like, think about that. He's a winger and he's scoring goals. And that's exactly what you want from him. And yeah. Also with Rodrigo... Everton seemed to be in the race for him. Everton be seen, seeming to be in every player's race. But they this bastards over there, man. Um, this, they're supposedly interested in Rodrigo after Rodrigo's deal with um, Sevilla fell apart after the personal terms. And Everton are hoping to sign him as he's expected to leave Allen Road. Um, if I was saying I would not go to Everton, I would go somewhere in La Liga. La Liga suits... He's playing style more when I was at Allen Road. You could just see how much quality he has on the ball, which is what Spanish players have. And you could just see how he possesses the football, how he touches. He just looked just a different quality to any other players on our team that were on the pitch that day. He just looked calm, possession. He had some good passes, link-up play. Um, and yeah, he looked like one of the best players out there. The best player for us. And yeah, now let's talk about um, Mark Roca. That's an interesting one. Um, It looks like he will be departing to um, Real Betis. And that would be a good move for him. I like him personally. I know much of the fan base uh, does not. I rate him. I just don't think the style fits the league. He's a really good player. But the style doesn't fit the type of league. It's more intense. He's a little bit slower paced, which is fine. Totally fine. That's why a slower paced league, but with more quality, would suit him. Which would be a La Liga. It's a little bit slower. Pure technique. And if your technique's good there, you're going to shine in the league. You know? So, or the, the Bundesliga would be a good mix for him. Again, I think, I think that would be a good league for him as well but to actually get game time, not like he was getting at Bayern. But now, that was obviously a bad deal for us. Not the ideal player that we wanted, but, you know, it happens. And then, um, the next player we got to talk about is uh, Junior Fipo. He looks like he will be departing. Um, it looks like he will be departing to another Spanish club. I think it's around Betis as well. And yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. Fipo obviously hasn't been a great signing, hasn't provided much since he was uh, first bought by Bielsa. And yeah, just nothing to say much about him. And yeah, Sidney uh, Stead, I'll be able to talk about him. Um, can't really think of any other players. Wilfred Nonso, let's talk about him. Looks like a few clubs are interested, like Everton again. Um, I can see Nonto leaving the club. Um, I see that pretty probable, actually. Hopefully he does stay, but he's had a good Euros, so he probably won't stay. But if he had a bad Euros because he had a bad end of the season, that could have made the difference for him to stay. And yeah, now let's talk about Daniel Faka's tactics. Let's suppose he gets the job, and yeah, so... Daniel Faka is a great manager, I think. It would be a smart appointment. So that's what Tagoli plays. He plays a 4-2-3-1. So that means you have your two DMs, the same formation that Jesse Mash played, but his is going to be wide instead of narrow. Jesse Mash played narrow football, sort of like a Bielsa-type style, but Bielsa was more possession-based. And more progressive. So, yeah, that's the tactics from him. And that's the formation, my bad. That's not the tactics. And his fullbacks do go wide. His fullbacks go wide. And um, those give us the width. So, a player that would be really good in the system would be Cody Drama. I think he would be brilliant for the system. And he would absolutely be flying this season with us if he does stay. And... Then we had to have to find a left back that would do that role on the opposite side. But then you would say, oh, well, counterattacks, what's going to happen there? You have the two center backs that stay back. One of the full backs pushes up. The other one doesn't stay floating in the midfield area, let's say. He drops back and they make a three back line. Like they make a back three. And then you have the back three, the two DNs. And then you have like a four and then a one or a little bit. Or like a 3-2 up top supporting the striker. And that's really important. The striker in this formation needs support and he will get it. And hopefully it is like a Joffrey or Jorginho Ruta or um, the guy from Coventry. He would be nice as well. Um, he would be a great striker for us. And yeah, those are the tactics right there. And... I think we could do great, great stuff with him. So, yeah, that's pretty much it right now for the Leeds United Talk um, podcast. Pretty solid stuff. And we just need the EFL takeover to go through. And, yeah, let's go do it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening.